Well, hello, and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us today. We're going to be listening to some music today recorded in the middle 1950s, some of the first recordings, featured recordings anyway, by the great alto saxophone player Phil Woods. Phil Woods was born in 1931 in Springfield, Massachusetts, and by his own account, he took the bus from Springfield into New York City frequently during his teenage years to sort of keep up with the uh, jazz developments, and that's a heck of a long bus ride if you look at a map, but he studied, uh, for time anyway, as a teenager with Lenny Tristano, the piano player and jazz educator, who had a lot of other students from a lot of different jazz styles, but uh, Phil Woods credited him with uh, getting him started, and eventually he went to Juilliard. He came to New York for college and uh, started studying straight classical music on clarinet, as a matter of fact, because there was no saxophone major at Juilliard in the late 1940s when he got there. Uh, he became quite a good clarinet player and soloed a bit on clarinet in his later recordings, but he was known primarily for his alto sax playing. So by the middle 1950s, he was uh, becoming well-known in New York jazz circles as a section player, a lead alto. He was a very, very good musician, read very well, had a beautiful sound, uh, but also for his very energetic and uh sophisticated slash complicated improvisations. You know, back in the day, they referred to it as piss and vinegar, and that's kind of the style he had going for him at the beginning. They called him the new bird because this was right when Charlie Parker died. He um, uh, sort of left the mantle to several new alto players coming up, including Phil Woods and Cannonball Adderley. We did a podcast radio show on Cannonball Adderley a while back that will be showing up soon, and uh, they hit the New York scene at about the same time. Cannonball uh, came to New York from Florida in the summer of 1955, and Woods made some of his first recordings in 1954, and we'll be talking about those coming up. Uh, there were other alto players, too, who were from the same period. Uh, on the West Coast, you had Paul Desmond and Art Pepper and even Sonny Chris. Uh, on the East Coast, you had Ernie Henry, uh, Dick Johnson, and Hal McCusick from the Boston area. All of these were alto players who sort of were raised on the sounds of Charlie Parker, but translated them into very different ways. Probably Phil Woods was the closest in sound and conception and technique, I would have to say. Uh, Cannibal Adderley was, but had some different things going for him as well. So we're going to start out from a session that was done for the um, Signal uh, Company, Signal Records, in February of 1955. And this was done under the leadership of pianist and arranger Hall Overton. The Hall Overton Quartet, featuring Phil Woods on alto sax, Overton on piano, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Nick Stabulis on drums. And uh, we're going to hear two tunes from that album. Uh, Pennies from Heaven and the Jerome Kern Yesterdays. And these are longer uh, performances, obviously. They come from the LP era and allow the soloist to stretch out a bit. And Phil Woods especially takes advantage of uh, the, the, the opportunity to develop his ideas over a longer period of time. And we'll be hearing that through this program. So that's what we're going to start with. Pennies from Heaven and Yesterdays, the Hall Overton Quartet featuring Phil Woods from 1955. Thank you. 
performances with the Hall Overton Quartet, done for Signal Records in February of 1955, Pennies from Heaven and A Yesterday's, and they demonstrate the, the confidence that Phil Woods was playing with even at the young age of 24 at that point, 23 actually. Um, he was really very highly regarded at the time in uh, New York jazz circles and uh, was starting to make the scene, as it were, with a lot of different bands. He went on tour with Quincy Jones's band um, to Europe in the late 50s. He actually toured with Dizzy Gillespie's uh, group um, with his big band, and I think he also played small group dates with him in the late 50s. In the early 60s, he uh, was on the Benny Carter, uh, Coleman Hawkins album called Further Definitions, although in the notes, Woods remembered that... That, uh, when Benny Carter called him to do the date, he looked at the, the, the date of the recording session and all he had for the entire month was a bar mitzvah. So he wasn't that busy, but uh, he was certainly well regarded. And then he went to Russia with the Benny Goodman Band in 1962 and ultimately decided to relocate permanently to, or at the time permanently, to uh, Europe in 1968. And he led a band called the European Rhythm Machine, which was essentially the Phil Woods Quartet or Quintet. And uh, they had great success in Europe artistically and uh, I guess professionally as well, if not financially. And he was there through the late 1970s before coming back to the United States and starting his classic uh, quintet, quartet, uh, that featured Tom Harrell and other people in the uh, 1980s. So, as I said, we heard the Hall Overton Quartet with Hall Overton on piano, Teddy Kodak on bass, and Nick Stabulis on drums, Pennies from Heaven and Yesterdays, featuring Phil Woods. 
Now we're going to go to some of his first recordings. These are from August of 1954. This was actually the Jimmy Rainey Quintet recording for New Jazz in New York City. The band here, Phil Woods on alto sax, John Wilson on trumpet. I don't know any other recordings by John Wilson, but here he is on these. Jimmy Rainey, the leader on guitar, Bill Crow on bass, and Joe Morello on drums. This was just before Joe Morello went with the Dave Brubeck Quartet. So uh, uh, a stellar cast of young white jazz musicians from New York in the middle 1950s. We're going to hear two tunes from that album. We're going to hear Stella by Starlight, the um, uh, Young and Washington tune. became a jazz standard long about this time, although it was an older song. And then we're going to hear a Phil Woods composition called Joanne, a nice ballad performance there. And you get to hear his control of the upper register, which was fairly unique among alto saxophone players, I think, at the time, at least among jazz players. So following that, we're going to jump over to 1957, believe it or not, and another sort of arranger pianist, George Wallington, the George Wallington Quintet, recording for Savoy in November of 1957. With Phil Woods, we have Donald Byrd on trumpet, Nobby Tota on bass, and Nick Stabulis again on drums. We're going to hear one tune. We're going to hear the Dance of the Infidels from that session. Then we're going to go to what I think was the first Phil Woods... Uh, Led session, or at least under his own name. This was done for Prestige Records in 1955, November 25th of 1955. We're going to hear Phil Woods on alto, along with John Williams on piano, Teddy Kodak again, and Nick Stabulis again on bass and drums, respectively. And we're going to hear a tune called Strollin' with Pam, a blues tune credited to Phil Woods. Strollin' was a, a description of a jazz process uh, where you usually had just bass, sometimes drums, and a horn playing for a long period of time. The piano comes in a little bit later later, but we hear this whole idea of strolling. We'll also hear some good solos by the other members of the band. So this is our uh, uh, middle set, we'll call it. We're going to hear, as I said, Stella by Starlight and Joanne by the Jimmy Rainey Quintet, followed by the George Wallington Quintet doing Dance of the Infidels and the Phil Woods Quartet, Strolling with Pam. And these are all featuring Phil Woods. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. 
started out with Stella by Starlight and Joanne, a very pretty ballad Joanne by Phil Woods himself. That was the Jimmy Rainey Quintet recording for New Jazz in uh, August of 1954. John Wilson, otherwise unknown to me, on trumpet, doing some effective work in there along with Phil Woods. Jimmy Rainey on guitar, Bill Crow on bass, and Joe Morello on drums. No piano on that one. It's a very open sounding texture. Very, very nice. Then we went to uh, The Dance of the Infidels, which was a Bud Powell tune he had recorded um, for Blue Note, I believe. Uh, and this was done not terribly long after that. This was 1957, done by the Hall, or rather the George Wallington Quintet for Savoy Records with Donald Byrd on trumpet and Phil Woods, uh, George Wallington on piano, Nabi Toda on bass, and Nick Stabulus on drums. And we finished up with that nice, mellow, uh, but forthright blues performance, Strollin' with Pam, featuring a lot of Phil Woods on that, on alto sax. And that was from the Riverside album, uh, done under Phil Woods' name. It was called Woodlore, and uh, featured about ten tunes, all of which extensively featured Phil Woods. In fact, probably... 85-90% of the solos were by him. He, uh, I'm not sure, he was not a, a solo hog on his other recordings, so presumably the uh, director of the session wanted him to be the, the main interest there. Also, John Williams on piano was not a particularly um, effective jazz soloist in that sense, not the composer, certainly. Teddy Kodak on bass and Nick Stabulus on, on drums, and Phil Woods, uh, as we said, strolling with Pam, a Phil Woods tune. So we're going to play two more tunes from that album to round out the musical portion of our program featuring Phil Woods. We're going to hear a very little-known ballad uh, by Neil Hefty, who was not known as a ballad composer, but this tune, Falling in Love All Over Again, is definitely worthy of uh, rediscovery. A very nice tune featuring the more mellow side of Phil Woods, which we haven't heard a lot of so far today, and uh, just the control and the, the, the perfect intonation he had, really very remarkable. Then we're going to end up with a kind of a unique version of a Harold Arlen and Ted Kohler tune called Get Happy. This was composed, I think, for one of the Cotton Club reviews of the middle 1930s, and Benny Goodman had one of the first recordings of this. Uh, it was composed in a major key, uh, but here... Phil Woods decides to play it in minor, which is an interesting choice. Uh, it changes the, the quality of the tune significantly, and it really adds to the driving nature of the performance. It's very up-tempo, and uh, Woods is in control all the way. He, uh, he, he just turns this into a, an absolute tour de force on alto saxophone. So those are the two tunes we're going to hear to finish up this part of the program. Falling in Love All Over Again and Get Happy with the Phil Woods Quartet, recording for Riverside in 1955. Phil Woods on alto, John Williams on piano, Teddy Kodak on bass, and Nick Stabulus on drums. <laughs> ¶¶ 
was a pretty electrifying performance there on Get Happy. Um, all minor and just featuring Phil Woods from the get-go. Nice counterpart to the first tune we heard in that set, Falling in Love All Over Again, a really beautiful melodic ballad by Neil Hefty, who, of course, composed a lot of television and movie uh, songs and also was an arranger, did a lot of work for the Count Basie band in the 1950s. And the band there, Nick Stabulis on drums, Teddy Kotick on bass, and John Williams on piano. And indeed, John Williams, that was the composer, uh, who is still with us today at the age of 90, composer of Star Wars and all the various... Um, shows, Broadway shows and movies. He was at Juilliard at the time and was sort of vacillating between classical music and jazz. Uh, but as I said, he wasn't really known as a, uh, a really out-and-out jazz player. He was a good uh, musician and, and comped well. He wasn't a, a soloist who was going to keep up with some of those tempos, though, I don't think, but an excellent musician and uh, an interesting sidelight to a fascinating career. So I want to thank you very much for joining us today at the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you've enjoyed this Phil Wood show. If you'd like to sponsor us, we are always looking for new members of the family, whether one-time sponsors or sustaining sponsors. Look for that button somewhere on your browser, whether you're on Spotify or Apple. Our home is on anchor.fm, and we're very happy to continue these programs. Hope you're enjoying them. And so, I'll see you on the other side.